Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know, Jackson, in the uh, commercial break, I went to that TMA fan page on Facebook, right. admin section. Yeah where you're not letting people in, like you censor Stephen Wildwood's mic drops as well. It's my thing, yeah. I'm power hungry. Yeah, it's like a Kim Jong-un deal going on here, I've noticed. And, and boy, a bunch of uh, new requests from our friends here on Balloon Party. Welcome. Love to see it. Welcome. Come on in. The water's warm. It's great to see. Come on in. The water is warm. TMA fan page on uh, Facebook. Wonderful discussions going on. We have the Little Piddles Angry Beaver Sports Business Review. Newsletter. (laughs) Coming up, we've already touched on one question regarding conferences just uh, essentially evaporating at some point. And now it's time for some uh, trade deadline review with uh, John Denton of MLB.com. Morning, John. Hey, Tim. How are you? I am wonderful, sir. How are you? We haven't talked in a couple weeks, and I always look forward to talking it over. Yeah, we made it through the trade deadline, still alive and kicking. So uh, you know, let's 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 play out the string now. Yeah, boy, that sums it up nicely. That's, that's <laughs> going to be a lot of what it is, uh, really, until the off season. That's where things will ramp up, unless the Cardinals can rattle off another uh, big winning streak, like in twenty twenty one. So, with that all said, anything. Over the last, oh, I guess at this point we can say week, that's when the, the deal started, week and change with uh, Cabrera, that surprised you? I mean, from my standpoint, if you were to lay out a bell curve of, of probability, everything that took place is about what I would have expected. It's not necessarily what I would like to have seen them done or have done, but it's what I expected them to do, uh, trade the rentals for pitching prospects, and that is essentially a quick summary of what the Cardinals did. What is your evaluation? Yeah, you know, Tim, I'm a little bit surprised they didn't move an outfielder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, they could have moved an outfielder. Like you said, the others were rentals. Um, I, I thought maybe they would have gotten a little better prospect haul than they got. Uh, you know, Takoa Roby is a, is, a, is a prospect. I think he falls in number four on the Cardinals list. Um, but, you know, I, I think they got one top 10 prospect uh, in other organizations' uh, rankings. Uh, you, you would think Jordan Montgomery could pull a top 10 prospect. You, could, you would think Jack Flaherty might be able to pull a top 10 prospect. Now, I know they're only rentals. You're only getting them for a couple months. But, you know, they, they got, they got uh, good numbers of, of pitchers. I'm just, you know, they, they didn't really ever pull that, that big-time pitching prospect and you know, quite frankly, I'm I'm a little surprised that they didn't move either Tyler O'Neill or Dylan Carlson. Uh, you know, all all that trade deadline did was keep on more pressure for for this offseason. I mean, this offseason, you know, it's 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 a daunting task to go into an offseason needing three starting pitchers. Uh, you know, if you only needed two, that would be a daunting task. They're going to go in needing three starting pitchers. That means they got to pull off a couple of big trades and a couple of big free agent signings. And you know, I, I would have liked to see them get a pitcher that 
that, that they could, you know, call a starter in 2024, but that just didn't happen. So it just ramps on even more pressure and importance on this offseason now. So that's that's one of the things I want to discuss. The the, the mission statement, essentially, that John Mazalak left uh, laid out a couple of weeks ago was this is not going to be a teardown. This isn't going to be a rebuild. This is a team that wants to return to contention in 2024. And my thought process on that was, I wonder why he is saying that. And my reasoning for saying, I wonder why he's saying that, because now you are setting a standard and perhaps boxing yourself in on what kind of offers you may receive. Because if some incredible offers come in for take your pick of whomever on the roster, it may uh, mean you're taking a step back for 2024, but increasing the opportunity for a championship in, in 25 or 26. And by doing that, you already have $100 plus million committed next year, even though you're losing Adam Wainwright, and you've now said goodbye to, to many guys going to Toronto and, and one to Baltimore and, and to Texas. Uh, you have... You have Mats, Michaelis, Arnato, Contreras, and Goldschmidt that make up a hundred plus million dollars, and you still only have forty percent of your rotation spoken for, even with that number of dollars allocated. And so it strikes me as being difficult to return to championship contention in twenty twenty four. Perhaps you can return to National League Central contention in twenty twenty four. And so I was surprised by that that mission statement. So I ask you, number one, your thoughts on the reasoning behind the mission statement. Is it as simple as let's keep people activated so they buy tickets? And and secondly, um, how likely it is to return to contention in 2024? Yeah, you know, Tim, I think part of the reason he said that is because that's what Paul Goldschmidt and, and Nolan Arenado want to hear. I mm-hmm. mean, we saw it with Max Scherzer and, and just Justin Verlander. Once you start telling people about two years down the road, three years down the road, players especially players on the wrong side of 30, 30 they don't want to hear that. Like yeah. They're feeling pressure to win. Their careers are you know, in the final stages. And then you tell somebody that you're building for two years, three years down the road, they're going to start looking elsewhere and, and asking out. And, you know, you have a fan base in St. Louis where you're not really allowed to rebuild in St. Louis. It's kind of like in New York or with the Lakers. Uh, you know, they, they're, they're not allowed to rebuild. And, you know, the, the Cardinal fans expect a – contender on the field next year they expect a playoff team on the field next year you know, this is a franchise that's won uh you know uh, winning season 15 years in a row this is a franchise that that's usually in it even in their down years they're still in the fight um i, I think there's a lot of external pressures there that this organization feels like they have to put a winning team on the field they have to feel, put a playoff team on the field it may not be a championship contending team but it has to at least be one that's fighting for a playoff spot because you know that's where the bar is set like that's the bare minimum and then and if you can contend for championship that's even better but i think there's a lot of external pressures on john mazalek where he feels like you know you can't totally tear this thing down you can't totally delve into rebuilding because of the pressures in st louis to win John Denton, MLB.com, our guest here on 101 ESPN. It's Balloon Party, driven by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. So speaking of becoming a contender again in 2024, you already said that which John Mazalak touched on a couple of days ago in his press conference following the deadline, and that is obviously they're going to have to tend to the pitching staff. Uh, and it's probably going to be through trades because the teams that were buyers aren't looking to trade a major league-ready starter because they're looking to win now. And then through 
free agency. Uh, of course, everything we're doing here is just speculating, but do you see any pitchers out there, whether they're currently uh, going to be under contract next year with somebody or a free agent who you think the Cardinals will target and what makes sense potentially as a dance partner for a trade if that uh, were to be uh, one of the routes they go to get one of these pitchers or two of them for that matter? Yeah, well, you know, Tim, a guy like Tyler Glass now who will have one more year left on his contract. Like He's a really good pitcher. Uh, Toronto, you know, typically gets away from giving long-term deals. They don't like paying pitchers on the wrong side of 30, which I don't blame them. You're talking about Tampa Bay, right, with Glass now? You yeah, yeah, yeah. T- Tyler Glass now could be a candidate. Uh, you know, the Logan Gilbert kid in Seattle yeah. could revisit that. You know, a lot, a lot of teams aren't going to look to trade those guys like Tampa wasn't going to look to trade a, a pitcher uh now now you know they're in the hunt they're they're trying to win uh you know you might avoid trading with Tampa because they usually get the best of the other team they trade with but uh you know maybe that's a guy you know maybe you go after the big fish of, of Blake Snell this offseason in free agency maybe you go after Aaron Nola but it's going to be expensive and and Cardinal fans need to know now like you know, if you go get a pitcher, it's probably going to cost you two hundred million or one hundred fifty million. And if you trade for a pitcher, it's probably going to cost you Nolan Gorman or Mason Wynn. Or, you know, you can't go into a trade uh, trying to trade, you know, one of your lower tier players. Like it's going to be painful. It's going to cost you one or two. It may cost you Nolan Gorman and uh, Brendan Donovan. You know, to 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 get a pitcher from from another team. So. Uh, I really think the Cardinals have to reevaluate their plan going forward because you're going to have to pay to get pitching. You're going to have to pay in prospects to get pitching. You know, this this franchise always has kind of sort of overvalued their own prospects. And why isn't that you know, true? It, it's going to cost it's going to cost multiple you know multiple guys that you really like to get good pitching. Um, taking Otani out of the uh, equation, just because I think that uh, <laughs> we'd be being disingenuous to talk about that being realistic. Um, who do you think they would target free agency wise? Um, I think a guy like Aaron Nola would be a, would be a good target. You know, this is a franchise that's always had those pitch to contact pitchers depend on the defense. They have stated that more than anything now in this game with no shift, you got to have you got to miss bats, you got to have swing and miss. Uh, Aaron Nola's that big, tall right-hander that they always have always loved. That's the guys they always go after. Um, he, he's a guy who can give you swing and miss. Blake Snell, I think last year against the Cardinals, he hit 96 miles an hour. is the fastest he'd ever thrown in his career. He's thrown 97, 98 some this year. His strike-up numbers are way up. Swing and miss is way up. Uh, you know, But to get one of those guys, it's going to be $200 million. Like that's, That'll probably be the starting point. So you got to know going in that you're really going to have to pay for those big-time free agents, but those are two guys that are at the top of the list, no doubt. So uh, Nola will be uh, 31 in his 2024 season, and yeah. Snell will be 31 as well in his 2024 season. Uh, famously, the Cardinals uh, did not see the value with Max Scherzer when he was interested in coming here eight, nine years ago. Uh, but John Mazelik has acknowledged they're going to have to change up their model. Do you think that they would be comfortable allocating that kind of money to pitchers who are in their their 30-plus seasons? Tim, it may be a scenario where you have to give more money in fewer years. You know, the the Mets were able to do that with with Scherzer and with with uh, Verlander, where maybe you instead of paying thirty five million, you pay them forty million a year, and you get them on shorter term deals. Uh, you know, with them being on the wrong side of thirty, 
Uh, it would be better to go shorter term, maybe more dollars, but you're still, you know, you're still committing a lot of money. Um, you know, this franchise, and rightly so, has been hesitant to give long-term deals to pitchers, give long-term deals to pitchers on the wrong side of 30. Uh, but like you said, the, the model's got to change because you can't go in the next season with two starters under, under contract and hope for the best because you got to have three starters. And it's, you know, everything that just happened at the trade deadline heaped a lot more pressure on to next offseason. You got to see Hudson last night. You've seen plenty of Libertor this year. Um, and I don't know how often you get a chance to see the guys who are pitching, at, whether it be AA or AAA, if, if you get a chance at all, John. But of those names that we hear about, you go McGreevy, you go Graceffo, and of course, as I mentioned, Libertor and, uh, and Hudson, and now some players that have been acquired from the Blue Jays and Rangers and Orioles. Um, any of those, if you had to say, okay, I got to take one that I believe will be in that rotation in 2024, or, or any of those going, yeah, yeah I think that's the, I think that's the guy because right now Libertor is is trending downward certainly Hudson had a great start last night but that's been hot and cold and and hasn't been able to recover from his from his surgery but maybe it's it's starting to trend in a positive direction what about what about your observation on that or the Cardinals observation on who they could be highest on of those guys inside the organization yeah I really think that Dakota Hudson could be that guy like I think he could be your fourth or fifth starter his stuff is good enough. It's just a matter of him not nibbling and, and believing in himself and trusting his stuff. And, you know, I mean, if you look at in his career, he's 19 and five at Bush Stadium. Like the guy does nothing but win at Bush Stadium. You know, it's a big ballpark. His sinker works well. Uh, he flashed a slider last night. He hadn't thrown a slider a lot. And in, in lately, I think he got like nine swinging misses with the slider last night. That was a really good pitch for him. Had season high seven strikeouts. If he can string together three or four starts, you know, uh, if he can put together a good run, three or four starts, I think he may get a qualifying offer. Uh, they know what they can get in him. They know he's a good guy. They know he's a great clubhouse guy. Uh, he could very well fill one of those spots. If you could if you could get a good run out of him in the second half and then realize, hey, we only need two starting pitchers now in the offseason, that takes a load of pressure off the organization. So. These games matter to Matthew Libertor. These games are to Dakota Hudson. Guys, we're trying to lock down spots for next season. John Denton with us on Thursdays here on 101 ESPN. You can read them on MLB.com. John, always enjoy the conversation. Thank you so much for your time this morning. All right, Tim. Take care. Have a good day. Take it easy, you too. That's John Denton with us here on 101 ESPN. Your thoughts on what he had to say, our comfort service text line, 314-399-9646. And uh, then, of course, you are welcome to leave a mic drop as well. I like that Tyler Glass now. Big fan of that. That could be great. That's the uh, first time I had heard reference. Of course, that doesn't mean that that's happening. But uh, yeah, I mean, you talk about a strikeout guy, man. And Snell's a strikeout guy for for that matter as well. The thing is, is you're going to have competition for Nola, who hasn't been great this year. He's been really a wide delta with his starts. I don't know how closely you follow him. Uh, His last start against Pittsburgh, he got lit up and he's had uh, five really rough starts this year. He's carrying a 4.43 ERA. As I mentioned, he'll be 31 next year. Snell is uh, also uh, in that uh, age of uh, 31. But there are going to be multiple teams competing for these players' services. My guess is the Cardinals do get one of those big free agents. I do think that's what will happen. Uh, it is going to be a 
big bet, man. If you think the Contreras thing's a big bet and a potentially problematic one, uh, boy, they got a hit on this one. Uh, and uh, and then there will be a starter through a trade, and I would gather they will give a Hudson, Libertor, Graceffo, McGreevy a shot to fill out the rotation. That would be, if I had to wager right now, that's what I think will wind up happening. All right, uh, your thoughts. Of course, always welcome here on Balloon Party. Jackson's got the Lil Piddles Angry Beaver sports Business daily. Uh, uh, uh. It's like Tuesdays with Taylor talking football. I just can't get it. Yeah. I just can't get it. Talking with Tolman. Yeah. It just happens to fall on Tuesday. It does. I got to ignore that part of it. All right. Uh, so that's coming up on the other side of the break. Second half of Balloon Party next on 101 Eastman.